1: Nation, what is going on? We start the countdown earlier this week. We were at ten. We were at nine. We were at eight. We we're at seven, and now we are at Friday, and that is six days until the 2021 NFL Draft. I am excited. I am thrilled. This time last year, we were in the middle of a pandemic. We were Chase Young was on our mind, and we were not looking back. Now the role have turned. We won the division and we have no clue which way we're headed. Todd, how you feeling?
0: I think you summarized how I'm feeling pretty <laughs> well. <laughs> you know, um, I can't wait. It's six days away, finally, so it's like it's within reach. It's not, you know, it feels real now. And then, um, I mean, yeah, there's just so much more intrigue this year. And, like, I can see the fun in both sides. I can see the fun in, like, having a you know top two, top three pick and knowing who you're getting and just watching highlights of that guy for four months. And then I could see the fun of drafting at 19 and having literally no idea what could happen. And so yeah, we've had it both in the last two years. I'm nervous for sure though. I get nervous during the draft. Do you get nervous?
1: Yeah, same. I do too.
0: <laughs> I get nervous and uh, I mean I'm like nervous throughout it. And then, I mean, this time I'll be nervous because, you know, I'll probably be hoping for them to do something that they probably won't do, which is trade up. And then when their pick comes, I'll be nervous. Like, but it's just, it's a lot of fun. I'm glad that it's, it's, it's super close. This is probably, we'll probably do one more episode before the draft. Right. And then after that, we're going to know what happened. We just talked about it so much and thought about it so much. So yeah, man, I had six days, I think. Now, finally, that can go by fast, and we can actually be there already um, as always, this episode is brought to you by Hot Chicken Kitchen, Woodbridge, Virginia. It's cool to see that they're having some sort of gathering for the draft the team is three thousand fans that's pretty cool to see you know um, right. I don't know if we'll be able to make it out there, but it you know it means that things are kind of getting back to normal somewhere, yeah.
1: Yeah, it was cool seeing that. Um, I'm kind of conflicted. Uh, I, my thing is with the draft, I love to watch it in the confines of a home setting. Therefore, you can kind of like, you know, for instance, um, this year, if someone gets drafted that we like at 10 or someone falls, I feel like I have more accessibility at home to kind of look on Twitter. And yeah, read. I
0: see what's going I on. Feel like
1: yeah, you know, and you can kind of take that time to kind of like dissect mm-hmm. what's going on, but I feel mm-hmm. like if you're in that moment of a draft setting, of a draft, you know, setting like that, it's like kind of hard to kind of focus on what you want to. You know, I yeah. guess I'm just weird like that. I don't no, know. No, no, I'm <laughs>
0: with you. I'm with you. I'm with you for sure. I think I'm I I think I'm a, a maybe a date cuz they used to do it on well, I guess they've kind of changed it up. I remember they would do it on day 3. Yeah. On rg 3 they did it day 3 on Saturday. And, you know, it announced the fourth, fifth, sixth picks and then introduced the first round pick, which was RG3. I was there, man. I was like at the front. Uh, I think that I can get with. I think for the first round, like I need to be like set set up in like a specific location with all my electronics in front of me because I probably want to have ESPN on the TV, but then maybe NFL Network on the laptop and then Twitter on the iPad. And yeah. then texting on my phone, you know? Yeah, you know? Yeah. Gotta <laughs> have, like, the whole war room set up.
1: <laughs> right. You know, a part of me thinks, a part of me thinks, what if they've already traded up? And, <laughs> like, like, they already they just, have, like,
0: something in place?
1: Yeah, and, like, they just, like, want to see the, you know, want to help, yeah. you know? I don't, <laughs> anything you know? is
0: possible. Like, seriously, anything, anything is possible. <laughs> anything is possible. Okay, so just give me your your as of this like as of this moment your best case scenario your first round best case scenario
1: first round best case scenario i would say trading up and getting a quarterback probably lance yeah um within that eight actually lance or fields within that eight range eight seven eight range denver mm-hmm. carolina range
0: yeah um There's no point in me answering it because it's the exact same thing. (laughs) It's the exact same thing. Trading up in that range, you're, you're, you're not, you're probably not giving up quite what the uh, 49ers gave up and, and you're getting a quarterback of the future. So yeah, that's my ideal, ideal scenario is just to have that settled this year because this team, like, I think the reason why I want them to get a quarterback now is, is because they're not a quarterback away. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like they're, Mm -hmm. They're not a quarterback away, so get him now so that he can prepare as you continue to build. You know, there's different ways to want to do it, but yeah, we'll we'll find out. I, you know, I won't be mad either way. Uh, it would it would it would take. I think the odds of them drafting or making a pick that would kind of make me upset. It like it's a very small margin. Mm-hmm. Players or positions that could really like bother me, so.
1: Okay, well, I have a question. How confident are you that they're going to pick at 19?
0: That's a really good question. Um, probably, honestly, I like 30%. I think, really? I think they're really? moving one way or another. Whether it's a big jump into the top 10, whether it's a small jump into the teens, or whether it's a move back. Yeah, I think that they're going to move somewhere. Yeah. I, I'm leaning towards them moving somewhere. Again, like I said, seeing that yellow come across the bottom. <laughs> So the pick oh, will be can't traded. wait Ooh, whatever pick has been wait. traded, Washington.
1: So yeah, and you know it's not going to get leaked. It's going to be like right, right there, like right. nobody's going to know.
0: Right, exactly. Um, and uh, and I feel like if, you know if they trade up it, in whatever circumstance where they would trade up, you would pretty much know who they're trading up for. You right. know what I mean? Right. So yeah, uh, the one thing. Well, yeah, yeah. So what about you?
1: I, I was just thinking. I, I think it's no way they. They stay at 19. Um, just, I just have a weird feeling that, like you said, they're either going to move up a couple spots to get a linebacker that they want if he falls or offensive lineman, or they're either going to move back and try to get an offensive lineman or a linebacker that um, falls, like, because the positions, like maybe wide receiver or offensive line is going, you know, or, or a certain position is, like, cornerback or are getting drafted pretty high. I think you'll see a position where they'll, or wide receiver, that cornerback wide receiver range of going in like that 10 to 15, I think you might see them trade back because they may get the guy they want at team at 22 and get another mm-hmm. second.
0: Got you. Okay. Yeah. That, that, and that makes sense. That's kind of where I'm leaning. And I think if you're, if you're talking about trying to, you know, build a team, like you're not getting a quarterback. So you want to build a strong team because that's what, that's what you have to do. Uh then, you know, you move back and then you add a second or a third or maybe a future pick, too, and then you have more picks, have more high picks to do that. That just makes sense to me. Um Okay, so I know we want to talk some 2020 redraft because yeah. I think we're kind of – go ahead.
1: Last year, when did we get that, that – when did they start, like, being in the war room? Is that, like, Monday, like – the Thursday or, like, Tuesday, Wednesday? Um, remember remember when they had, like, Ron setting up and everything? Yeah. That was – I think that was the week
0: before. It was either, like, a few days or the week before, I think. But last year they weren't – you know, they were all in their houses. Right. Getting set up. Uh, I think they'll – well, I don't know when they'll be in the war room. Maybe the day before or the day of. Because I, I assume they'll all be together this year. Right. Probably in Ashburn. Mm-hmm. So I would I would think Thursday. Okay. I would think Thursday that they're that they're there all day.
1: (laughs) I hope we get some content, man. Yeah,
0: that would be super cool. That'd be really cool to get some inside looks at their reactions to stuff and calling. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree on that. Um, You know, I know we were talking about it. It would be real cool to get them on hard knocks or something. Uh, Well, hard knocks. Yeah. All or nothing would be really cool. I don't know if they still yeah. do that, honestly, or their own their own internal thing that they do. Just right. t- I know we've been I know we've, we've been wanting stuff like that. That would be super cool. Oh man, that'd it's be crazy. Cool. That'd be crazy. Um, the Cowboys showed some interviews they had done with some players, which was cool to see. It was kind of funny though because you know I guess I mean they're like job interviews, so I guess it kind of makes sense. I think of if I, you know, if I worked in an NFL front office and I, I got to not, I got to make sure I don't yawn. Uh, if I was working <laughs> in an NFL front office and I was interviewing a player and the questions I would ask, um, I, you know, I would, I, I guess, I don't know what I'm trying to, I know what I'm trying to say. I don't know what I'm trying to say about like the questions I would ask would kind of be uh, like to try to tell me what I want to know about you in like All mentally, right. but not asking like, who is the best? Like, if like if you're asking a quarterback interviewing one of the quarterbacks, Justin Fields, who's the best quarterback in this draft and why mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that's kind of a, that's kind of a basic question to me. All
1: right.
0: Is it not?
1: Yeah. Yeah. I
0: agree. Right. Okay. So like on the Cowboys video thing, I think it was JC Horn. Mm-hmm. And they were like, "Who's the best cornerback in this draft?" But maybe they were just doing that for the video, right?
1: Man. It, yeah, you
0: know, maybe because that's just it's it's like a weird. It's like, of course, he's gonna say himself, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, exactly. And then I maybe you want to see how he answers, but he's gonna say himself. Every player is going Everybody to say himself. Say that. Maybe they're testing. Maybe one player is gonna be like, honestly, I don't know who the best <laughs> quarterback in this draft is. It's not me, <laughs> right? <laughs> so I don't know, but. But it's cool to see that sort of thing.
1: I would like, you know, a question like, who was the best receiver you lined up against this year? And why? Yeah. I would like questions like that, you know.
0: Yeah. um, Right. Right. Exactly. Like, what what made them difficult to defend? Or, like, what did you learn from that experience that made you a better player? Uh, I think I would want to know as much as I could about their, like, mentality in terms of their love for football. Because that matters in the sense that, like, it's not that I got, it's not that a guy has to love and be obsessed with football to be a good player, right? but I feel like the odds of you putting in the work, if you're not like in love or obsessed are, are somewhat lower.
1: Right.
0: If you don't like really enjoy it, like if you don't just enjoy throwing and catching a football, if it's like work to you, but you enjoy, you know, playing it because it's your job and you make money. Mm-hmm. Like you may be the type of person who will still put in all the work you need but then I feel like there's more potential for you to kind of slack off or not work as hard. Yeah. Honestly, not working as hard as you could or should doesn't even mean slacking off. It just means not working as hard as you could or should, you know?
1: Yeah, I agree.
0: Hmm. What other questions would you ask?
1: Uh, I, I would say like, you know, what, mm, I don't know, uh, like maybe scheme uh, mm-hmm. What was the toughest offense as a whole? Like if, yeah. I, if I'm speaking to a cornerback, right. I'm speaking to a receiver, who's the best cornerback who gave you problems? What was the best defensive scheme and why was it tough? I mean, without giving up a weakness, you know, because right. obviously you don't want to talk about weakness or who's the best offensive alignment, who's the best defensive alignment you played right. or what's the best defensive alignment. It just kind of, instead of you getting, because um, you kind of get a gauge of a different, of a player as opposed to a coach. Because yeah. the players are going against each other. Right. And right. you can say, man, uh this dude, uh Bateman is, is a dog. You know, he 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 did this or that. And you kind of get a, a different view of it of why,
0: you know, he's yeah. so good. So I think to I think to piggyback off of that question, I hate when people say that piggyback off of, and I just said yeah. it, but I, I hate that. Uh <laughs> I think I would I would say, OK, so if I'm if I'm talking to a cornerback or a wide receiver, or whatever, one of those more one on one matchup situations, I would say after you ask them who is the best you went against and, you know, why and what did you learn from it? I would say, OK, now let's go to the NFL. You're a cornerback and you're playing, you're lining up against DeAndre Hopkins on Sunday or you're a receiver and you're lining up against, you know, Jalen Ramsey or Stephon Gilmore. Mm-hmm. How are you preparing for that? You know, Mm -hmm. what what extra steps are you taking to make sure that you're ready uh, to play against one of the premier players at the position across from you? You know?
1: Yeah, I like that. I like that, too.
0: Because I think that answer will kind of like their answer doesn't have to be right, but it kind of will speak to their mentality.
1: Right. Right. Exactly
0: you know if they say like well you know i'm you know i'm i'm studying film i'm asking guys i'm you know i'm trying to notice Mm -hmm. keys Mm -hmm. or if they're like well i'm gonna just let my game speak for itself (laughs) (laughs) okay your game not gonna do much talking on that day (laughs) not against those guys (laughs) oh that's funny this is kind of cool it's it's kind of interesting like you know, I mean, and, and obviously these types of questions, I'm sure they get asked. <laughs> yeah, sure. It was just that sure. one clip where it was probably just for the video, but I've never really thought in depth much about what it, if I was, you know, not just interviewing a player like as a podcaster or like in the media realm. That's kind of right. getting to know the player in a, you know, more personal, like, you know, in a different way. But a job interview is, you know, as the different kinds of questions and I've never really thought much about what I would be asking. Yeah. I don't know. Do you have any more or do you want to move on?
1: Yeah. I want to say, I know Rio asked this in the um, group chat yesterday talking about what are the top four realistic options that you see at 19, if we to say at 19, Mm. who are your top, who are your top four? I, uh, (laughs) I'll let you go first, but I have a couple <laughs>
0: okay realistic dude god i have i i am i have been constantly breaking yawns <laughs> okay uh realistic meaning um like guys who could like maybe maybe slide, but probably won't are they not allowed no, no allowed, okay, so like realistic realistic um probably j o k. Uh, Jameen Davis, uh, Darsaw and Morig. I keep trying to figure out if I should put Bateman in here. Mm. Um, well, that's tough. Uh, but I, I think I'll go with the four that I have.
1: Okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm there. I think <laughs> obviously I, I'm trying to, um, I put like Tevin Jenkins and mm, yeah. You know, yeah. Well, stuff I know like you.
0: You're, you're for that. You sent. You were, <laughs> you were erring <laughs> on the side of caution.
1: Yeah, I, erring, I think erring, obviously, whatever. obviously, I want Michael Parsons. You know, yeah. I, I, it's, that's why I hate being at 19 because like you're you're, you know, your options spot. are so limited. Yeah, <laughs> obviously so broad. To me.
0: players don't slide to 19. <laughs> no if they do then you probably shouldn't pick them. <laughs> Should we like who well okay but do you want to give your four?
1: Yeah, I I will say Darso, JLK. Um uh, I guess I'll go Bateman. Okay. And then I'll do I'll do uh Maureen as well.
0: Okay. Yeah, I mean
1: it's I think we end up with those four.
0: Yeah, it's and it's like you look at well cornerback, you know, defensive line no, running back no, quarterback no, uh tight end no. So it's it really comes down to offensive line, linebacker, and safety. <laughs>
1: yeah. Would you yeah, entertain really the, the possibility team. of taking the best running back there? Najee Harris or or Travis Etienne?
0: No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't.
1: Why? Why not?
0: Uh because I mean while they are very good players um it I it just I think you, you would be kind of like playing in the luxury game way too much there because you have a running back in Antonio Gibson who I don't even know if he's as good as Najee Harris or Travis Etienne but he's a good running back and so you take a second one and you're taking a guy who will help you but who ultimately won't you know be a a main contributor or if he is he's kind of Voiding Gibson as being a contributor, and so like yeah, it's good to have two running backs, but really because I just think you can get the value of what Najee Harris or ATN could provide later in the draft, while also yeah. getting someone in the first round who can provide value that you couldn't get later in the draft, right? Right. Which is you know a running back, which I mean of positions that you can find in the later rounds that can come in and help you. Quarterbacks the least, and running back is probably the most.
1: Yeah, I agree. So yeah,
0: I mean, I I I wouldn't consider it.
1: Would you be mad if they took Najee Harris?
0: I it would be like, you know, depending on who's sitting there, it would be kind of tough to be mad because he is a very (laughs) good player. Like there would definitely be mixed feelings for sure. There would be some pretty (laughs) pretty serious mixed feelings because I'd be saying, well, we didn't need a running back. And I mean, are they even going to run the ball that much? (laughs) Like, are they really, are they going to run the ball? Because I don't, I'm not convinced that they are going to ever be a run first team under Scott. Yeah. No, I I agree. So, yeah, I would be like, it's, it's cool to have, you know, a player like Najee Harris, but I don't get it.
1: Yeah. Yeah, Especially with the system. I think his, he does a lot more uh, check downs as, as run yards, I think.
0: Yeah, yeah, right. Like David McKissick to replace was, the uh, run yard, get, yeah. right? Exactly. And I mean, Najee Harris is like he's a good receiver too, but it's like they. I do believe that they need a second running back. I was watching running backs actually, um, the day before last. Some of the probably fourth, fifth, sixth round guys, um, because again, it's one of those positions where you can get a guy in the fifth, sixth round. He comes in and he 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 shows up on the scene. I think that they, they need a second running back, not a third string running back. Like on the depth chart, he will be listed as the third string, but but in, in the rotation, he's your second running back. Right. And then JD McKissick is your receiving back.
1: Yeah.
0: I think they need a guy who can who can be the the you know um I'm trying to remember the Panthers guys, Jonathan Stewart and mm-hmm. Well, Jonathan Stewart and uh,
1: D'Angelo Williams.
0: Yeah, someone who can be the the D'Angelo Williams. And then team. Tolbert. Yeah, right. I mean, they had three. Yeah. It's wild that Stewart <laughs> and Williams both ran for a thousand yards in the season. It's wild,
1: but you know, yeah. you got you got to think that Turner has like just like he had a plan for Gibson. You got to think there's probably about three running backs where he's like, hey, Ron, yeah, get me one of these three. I don't right. need one in this first. Right. I don't three, need five, one in the six. second. Exactly. Yes.
0: And let me ask you on that running back topic, because, you know, you got Peyton Barber and he's your, I guess, you know, fourth and one, third and one guy, Mm -hmm. because that's kind of just his build, his physique. And that's, you know, truthfully all he's really good at. But do you think that they need, like, do you think that they need to draft someone who is specifically a power guy to be that, or do you think that they can get another Antonio Gibson? Because when I look at Gibson, I say, Gibson can be your third and one fourth and one guy. Mm-hmm. He's not a small guy McKissick. I can see why he's not because you want more size, yeah. but why can't Gibson be that? And if you draft a guy who's, who's built like Gibson, then I, I don't think you need a Peyton Barber or like a Mike Tolbert, for example, who was, you know, like half fullback. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: You can have a, just a big running back who also has speed, but it has right. size. Oh, what do yeah. you, I don't know. What do you think about that?
1: Yeah. I, I'm I'm in agreement with that. In agreement with that. I think you need to uh I, I think what where we were hurting last year was when Gibson went out because we missed that dynamic of pass right. catching.
0: Exactly. Like yeah. And, and
1: so so with that being said, Barber, he wasn't a factor, although he could get those four and one. He wasn't yeah. a factor. Because on you know, like first and he was still
0: getting one. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. And that's why they need another running back, because if Gibson gets hurt, that's when you need your second running back. Exactly. Um, and I, they have Lamar Miller on the roster, who I know is, is, a, is a, you know, he's, he's been better than Peyton Barber in his career. I don't oh, know, yeah. sure. you know, how much he has left or where he's at. I know that I was, so the guys that I've watched were Trey Sermon, Kylan Hill, Larry Roundtree, Chris Evans, Ramondre Stevenson, Kene, Nuan Gu Nuan Gu. Khalil Herbert, Elijah Mitchell, Chubba Hubbard, Spencer Brown, and like lots of these guys, I hadn't heard of Chubba, Chubba Hubbard, Trey Sermon, being the main two. Um, so Trey Sermon, I like. Kylan like Hill, I like. Yeah, Trey Sermon is like a he's like an all around back who is not great but who is good.
1: Yes.
0: Right. He's uh, he he has definitely that power. Like he'll wear you out. And yeah. Like, exactly. Very physical. Um. He's definitely in a different tier than the top guys, but he's still like is a good player. Right. Um, Kylan Hill is a is a bit more shifty while still having size. I think he's around 210 pounds, maybe 5'11". But mm-hmm. he's shifty though. He's got that step that happened so quick and he's gone. Mm-hmm. So I, mm-hmm. liked, I like his speed uh, and his size. Larry Roundtree was a guy I really came away impressed with from Missouri. He's a bigger guy, but he moves – Like he's smaller than he is, but he's more of a power guy when I'm watching running backs because I, you know, I, I don't go in depth with running backs. Also, because I don't think you need to, I mean, for me personally, I feel like running back is kind of easier to see the main thing I kind of try to look for is how they play through contact, Mm -hmm. if you pull up because I'll, I'll start off by looking at their highlights and then I'll go back and start watching whatever games I can of them just playing period, not just mm-hmm. highlights. But if I'm watching their highlights and, and all their highlight runs are these untouched straight through the gap, safety took a bad angle, 50 yards over and over again, I'm not getting anything. Right. I'm not getting any intel about you as a player. Right. You don't, you don't have to do anything on these plays. Mm-hmm. It's kind of the same as a, a wide receiver scoring a touchdown and a busted coverage. hmm where that's going to be a highlight for the wide receiver. He didn't do anything but catch the ball. All right, all right. And it's going to be a highlight for the quarterback, and he threw it to a guy who was wide open. And, like, to me, yeah, that's, that's great if it happens for Washington, but if you're trying to evaluate players, yeah. those plays are, like, you just kind of throw them out. And that's mm-hmm. kind of the way it is for me with running backs. I like to see how they play, like, around, like through or around contact. How do you get around contact situations? And some of those guys when they get all those wide open touchdowns but then suddenly they have to deal with contact that's when you start to see okay maybe not but sure. round i really liked the way he played through contact and uh, chris evans and ramondre stevenson i uh, i think two later on guys chris evans from michigan ramondre stevenson i don't remember um but ramondre stevenson's like for four uh 240 he's a big guy oh yeah would, if you wanted a true power guy he would be that <laughs> yeah and then Kenne Nguyen Wu is a smaller school guy, but uh, but I like his game too. So I just uh, I hope if they you know I hope they pick from this list that I watched and don't pick the one guy I didn't because that's <laughs> annoying. <laughs>
1: well, that's how it was last year with, Gib- with Gibson. With right. Gibson,
0: I had watched like twenty receivers. I had watched so many receivers. I hadn't got to Gibson and then they picked Gibson. <laughs> I was like, "Come yeah. on. That's I like crazy. to I like to form my opinion of a player before they're on the team."
1: All right, yeah, because I agree then it's that. not
0: jaded, it's not biased. I literally watched 1 2 3, 4, 5, 6 7, 8, 9, 10 11 12 13 14 15 16 17 18 19 20. 20. I watched 20 receivers. Like not not the top guys. All sure. after the top guys last year, I watched 20 guys didn't get to mm-hmm. Gibson. But yeah, so I will, I'll be ready this year. Um <laughs> okay. Uh, do you want to talk some redraft?
1: Yeah, let's talk oh, some yeah. redraft.
0: Let's talk some redraft. So, 2020 draft, Chase Young. Okay, so Joe Burrow, number one overall. Chase right. Young, number two. Uh, Je- Jeffrey Okuda, number three. Tua, mm-hmm. number four. No, no, no. Okuda, number three. No, Simmons, right. four. Who do the Lions? No, no. I'm Yeah. Um, Andrew Thomas, four, right? The Giants.
1: Yep, Giants, Andrew Thomas.
0: And then um, Tua 5, right. Herbert 6, right? Herbert okay. 6. So 7. seven. <laughs> yeah, 7 and 7, and so forth. Uh, so, Washington. Okay, here's my first question before we get to the true redraft. Washington, Dwayne Haskins unfortunately leads wins against the Lions and the Panthers.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And then that's when they end up getting the second pick, really, instead of the first pick. If they had the first pick, would you take Joe Burrow?
1: yeah you got yeah yeah you got
0: to okay Okay. yeah i would too but that was my that was my first question okay so now for the redraft they have the second pick they went three and 13 they have the second pick but we're knowing what we know now so we know chase young what he accomplished as a rookie was phenomenal was astounding um don't care about jeffrey okuda or uh or andrew thomas uh tua you know we kind of saw some it's really justin herbert that you have to look at I mean, mm-hmm. the guy, the guy was beyond phenomenal as a rookie. I mean, you consider the fact that first of all, he wasn't he wasn't scheduled or slated to start, but then had to play week two suddenly because of the injury to Tyra Taylor with his lung that they stuck a needle in. Um, mm-hmm. That was against the Chiefs' tape, and they went toe to toe, toe to toe in his first time ever playing in the NFL. He's he's going toe to toe with Patrick Mahomes. All right, and then he ends the season. Thirty-one touchdowns, ten interceptions, sixty-six point six completion percentage, forty-three hundred yards. I mean, a six and nine record in the end. A team they were close in almost all their games. Tay. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I I think maybe one loss wasn't. Was by well yeah they got destroyed by the Patriots like forty five to zero, maybe one other by two possessions. But in general, they were in these games. A better team is is going is going nine, 10, 11 wins. Mm-hmm. Herbert was bawling. <laughs> he was bawling.
1: Yeah, he was. He was.
0: But again, Chase Young was very good. But knowing what we know now, knowing the importance of the quarterback position compared to any other position on the field, you go back. Are you still taking Chase Young at two? Or are you taking Justin Herbert at two? Uh,
1: um <laughs> uh, that's tough. Honestly, I think I'm to Chase. <laughs> uh, <laughs>
0: please explain.
1: Uh I just I just think of the the dynamic of having a player. I mean, obviously, yes, quarterback is so hard to find. But I think the to find a dynamic pass rusher is so hard to find as well. And giving Mm – I think it's – I think it's – ah, man. I think it's more uh, reasonable to give up a farm for – the farm for a quarterback.
0: Yeah.
1: As opposed to giving up the farm for a pass rusher. So what I'm saying here is you get a chance – in this year's draft to give the farm or sell the farm for a quarterback as opposed to there's no pass rushers like Chase in this year's draft and, and they call him a generational talent. Right. I mean, right. And, and and they say the same about Herbert, but <laughs> uh, I just think with, with defensively and what we needed, I don't know. I don't know. i I don't think they anticipated winning the division this year.
0: They definitely didn't. So <laughs> definitely I think they
1: did not. I think they were looking at Lawrence and saying, hey, what? what let's not, let's get Chase here and we win and about we three for, games. Yeah. Well, and we'll, we'll get lose. Lawrence and we'll have the best of both. That's why
0: we're not calling our timeouts in the fourth quarter.
1: Exactly right.
0: <laughs> and then, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, uh,
1: that's what I am. But that's what I would, I think I'm going Chase okay. because looking forward. You have the possibility of getting Lawrence.
0: I mean, yeah, but then you end up like where we are now with the 19th <laughs> pick instead of <laughs> a first, second, third, fourth, fifth pick. And then you're saying, <laughs> okay, well, I don't know what we're doing there. Um, going back, and it, you know, like it's, it def- I don't think there is a wrong answer. I don't know that there's a wrong or right answer uh, because, you know, we kind of need to see. Herb, I mean, we, we need to see both players more. We're banking off their rookie seasons. You know, you definitely want to see Herbert kind of do it again. Chase Young, more than just his play on the field, which was, you know, phenomenal, it's like what he brought. Yeah. His energy, his impact as a leader, all of that was very meaningful and will continue to be meaningful. Right. Like He will not just be a good player who, is kind of reserved in the corner. He's going to be a great player who is like essentially a face of the franchise at right. the defensive end position. So that's definitely a factor to consider at the same time though, on the other hand,
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: I mean, the, the level of quarterbacking that we're anticipating based on Justin Herbert's rookie season, that he will be, I think you can't pass that up knowing what you know now. because we've had good defensive ends. (laughs) I know we haven't necessarily had Chase Young's, but I mean, if you take (laughs) Chase Young off the defensive line, you still have a good defensive line. It's not as good, but it's still good. But you had that quarterback. I think you just have to look at, look at at Herbert's stats, 31 touchdowns, 10 interceptions, 4,300 yards. Washington quarterbacks last year, Went 16 touchdowns, 16 interceptions. Yeah. Uh, like, I can't, I don't have it right in front of me, 32, 3300 yards.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: And I mean, this is, again, this is a rookie who had an abbreviated offseason who did this. Right. Right. And so I'm looking at that and I'm saying, if Justin Herbert played like that for Washington, we have a quarterback of the future. Oh, we I We are good. We are like, and we still have a good defense. We could strengthen our defense. Uh, make our defensive line even better and then you know by adding some guys maybe in free agency and then um and then offensively just add more weapons but at quarterback we're good and just for me it definitely is hard to find a player you know like Chase Young that's why he was a second pick and he was a more um I mean generational like it's it's kind of tough to say because Nick and Joey Bosa just came out a few years before him, but like a very good player. Uh, It's definitely not easy to find, but I just think quarterback is so much more difficult, so much more. And so, I mean, I, I would go Herbert personally. I would just take Herbert and I don't think I would look back. And I think there are some people who take this as a betrayal, but I mean, quarterback is the position we've been needing for 30 years.
1: So would that change if you draft Fields or Lance on Thursday? on on Thursday because then you have Chase you and have the Young, quarterback. You have Chase and the quarterback at yeah, well, yeah. And that's nothing.
0: Compl- that's that's 100% the ideal <laughs> scenario to have yeah. both. That's the that's ideal scenario, is. but that's a big <laughs> a <rookie> if. Contract. <laughs> it's a big if that doesn't that Right now, it doesn't seem likely. <laughs> and I mean, even if you go next year, like if you manage to get your young quarterback next year, you know, then still, I think it's fine. Like it was played right. If he ends up being a good quarterback, All right? All right. If that quarterback never, if, if Justin Herbert continues to become better and better and better, and the quarterback you draft never becomes that player, you got Chase Young, very good. And then a quarterback who's, a, who's not bad. I think at that point, if if Herbert goes on to become a a top five level quarterback, then no doubt, even if Chase Young becomes the best defensive end in the league,
1: best defensive player,
0: best defensive player in the league. I'll take Herbert because just think about like, because you, I mean, you still got Montez Sweat on the same on the other side. He's not Chase Young, but you still have a good defensive line. Yeah. Like Chase Young is an embarrassment of riches on that line. Yes, he is. <laughs> but we don't have a quarterback at all, at all. We don't have a quarterback. <laughs> I, we, we have quarterbacks on the roster, but we do not have a quarterback as a team. So if, if we're comparing, you know, I guess apples to oranges or whatever, apples to apples, green apples to red apples, Justin Herbert, top five level quarterback to Chase Young, Top five level defensive player, I got to go with the quarterback. He just has more potential to impact a game. I think defensive ends have around the top in terms mm-hmm. of ability to impact a game, but quarterback mm-hmm. is number one. Yeah. that's the ball on every offensive play.
1: Yeah.
0: So that's, I yeah. mean, I would go Herbert. And I'm, and I'm, I mean, but like, don't get me wrong. Like, I love Chase Young. So I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, I'm fine. I'm not regretting any, I'm not saying that they should go. I'm not saying that they should have necessarily drafted Herbert at the time Mm -hmm. because no one anticipated Herbert coming out the way he did. Right, right. And also, we need to see another year of Herbert. I think it's more likely that Chase Young will – that a defensive end would continue to build on his game. than quarterbacks can definitely go from looking very good to suddenly what happened and be kind of up and down. Mm -hmm. But if he comes out next year and he's even better, whew. My gosh! Yeah, we have to play him yeah. next year too.
1: Yeah, we do. We do.
0: So, that's where I'm at.
1: Okay. Uh, yeah, I think at the time, of course, I'm chasing, taking chase, but knowing what we know now, I'm still taking chase, but it's still going to be tough. Yeah, that's it's not an easy, it's not an easy pick. It's yeah, it's
0: not an easy pick. I mean, you just imagine sitting there at two again, except add this year to their resume going into the draft. So you're sitting yeah. there saying. That uh, definitely like two was not a consideration, you know, Right. but, but you're sitting, you're saying you're literally picking between Justin Herbert and chase young. Like that's it. And I don't think, I don't necessarily think there's a wrong pick, but yeah, Herbert would definitely be the one for me. I mean, he was, (laughs) he was, he was very, very good. So
1: what about number one pick then is Herbert even making it to two?
0: I mean, that's a good question because I know that Burrow was definitely playing well, but he didn't get to finish the season. And he was playing well, and and the team is not as good for sure as the Bengals, the Bengals as the Chargers, but I don't know still if he looked as good as Herbert. I think Herbert might uh, man. I think
1: so. Then the question is: Are you taking Burrow or over Herbert? Chase? Oh, at oh. two.
0: Oh, okay. Well, yeah. When you, I mean, when you flip it that way, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that that is probably how it would go, or possibly Herbert goes one, and then you're going Burrow or or Chase. Man. I'll probably still go Burrow, man. I'd, I'd, because there's no reason to think that Joe Burrow won't. I mean, the dude, what he did in college was incredible. Yeah. And he was playing well in the NFL. So I'd probably go Burrow still, even still, and just make sure that I'm protecting him.
1: All right. So you said what, what Burrow did in, in college was incredible. All right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so Mac Jones, what he did was basically the same thing. <laughs> It so, really why isn't he, <laughs> so why is it he getting, and they both had talent. So I can't be an excuse.
0: You know why, man? It's honestly because of, it's literally because of the, the few special out of the pocket plays that Joe, Burrow. That's the only, <laughs> that's literally like, not for like, not for us, for everyone else. That's the only possible explanation. That's right. the only possible explanation that LSU team was no worse Stacked. than this Alabama team. Yeah. I want to talk about playing with weapons. Uh, Justin, uh, well, Justin, Joe Burrow was playing with Justin Jefferson, mm-hmm. who was one of the best rookie wide receivers we've seen in a while, mm-hmm. uh, with Jamar Chase, who is about mm-hmm. to be a top five, top seven pick, mm-hmm. uh, Terrace Marshall, who is mm-hmm. maybe a late first, definitely probably second round pick, yep. and he was playing with Clyde Edwards-Helaire, who was a mm-hmm. first round running back. He had a, a strong offensive line. Sadiq Charles would have been a second-round pick if not for mm-hmm. off-the-field concerns. Mm-hmm. They were defense. Their defense was was phenomenal. His stats were his stats were like a video game. Yeah, his stats were honestly like a video. I think he threw was it six? Was it fifty-seven? Or I'm pulling up, I'm pulling up his college stats real quick. And what he did was over the course of an NFL season, it was sixteen games. Right. So you can compare right. it to that. He threw. Fifty six hundred yards
1: <laughs> in
0: fifteen games. So, so one less than an NFL game. Fifty six hundred yards, sixty touchdowns, and six interceptions. Twelve point five <laughs> or ten point eight yards per attempt. That's ridiculous. Yeah. So, he did more than Mac Jones, and he made special plays. That's really okay. it. I mean, I mean, arm strength wise, they're kind of similar. They both seem to have that. Uh, you know. Like they're definitely both like football guys all the way, both very smart. So that it really that's really what it is. Like if Mac Jones had like if he, I I truly believe if Mac Jones had two or three plays this past season Mm -hmm. where he slid in the pocket away from a free rusher, rolled right, spun around from a Mm -hmm. cornerback, and -hmm. then threw it fifty yards down the field, he'd be if he had two or three plays like that, he would be talked about as the second or third pick. I honestly believe that. Yeah, yeah. Right, like. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I honestly believe that. So, I mean, that's definitely a fair argument. He is the only quarterback who gets dinged for playing on a good team, yeah. a team where everyone uh, was better. Every they were better. He also played against the, the best competition too, because they were all SEC this year. Yeah, yeah. So you are the best playing against the best. Yeah. And It's, it's gonna be interesting to see where he goes too. Yeah, I'm I think Chicago. For
1: that. Yeah. Ooh. That'd be I think nice.
0: Chicago, <clears throat> but
1: that'd be nice.
0: Well, you know, all right. We've probably got one more episode before the draft rolls through, and then just so seeing what happens.
1: Yeah, yeah. I'm looking <laughs> forward to it. Stop
0: talking about it. Yes, there's only so many players they can pick, so yeah. we like we know from whom they will pick. It's just right, 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 all right, man uh anything else was there anything else we were going to touch on or is that everything oh there's one thing we didn't touch on real quick alex smith was kind of back in the in the news just a little bit for kind of talking about how mm-hmm. you know he felt like the let me pull up exactly what he said Uh um, yeah where is it i sent it in here uh he found the coaches patronizing about his comeback and believed the team wanted to see if it could break him. I gotta be honest, man. I'm so ready to move on from the Alex Smith story altogether. Same. I'm just ready to move on completely. The same way we moved on from Dwayne Haskins. Yeah, I'm ready to move on from Alex Smith. Like we had we had we had some fun. Now let's just go. I don't want to talk about it anymore. I agree. There's no reason for this coaching staff to want you on the team or playing it all i wouldn't have played him if i was a head coach i wouldn't have played him because if he goes out there and he hurts that leg again they're looking at me Mm -hmm. yeah it's my job to protect the players they're not looking at the doctors they're not looking at alex they're not looking at the player who injured him they're looking at the coach who said put him in the game i wouldn't Mm -hmm. have put him in the game ron rivera had put him in the game so yeah yeah i don't understand what it's either I would have been patronizing too.
1: Exactly. If it wasn't for Ron putting them in, then he would it would be you no know, heroic performance. So yeah. Uh,
0: so um, I, I like we're seeing all of the like uh, w- you know we're hearing him and and you know and I haven't read the whole thing or we don't know the tone with which he said it. I mean, but you know, kind of. He, you had the other thing too. So he's clearly like trying to like. Alex can be the best guy in the world, but he's smart enough to say something kind of like on on purpose. He knows right. what he's doing when he says mm-hmm. these things. Mm-hmm. And um talking about the whole stage of when they were hired and and then patronizing and not wanting to blah blah blah. What about the part where where you played, where you started, yeah. Yeah. where you won games?
1: Right.
0: What about that part? Because he's not mm-hmm. talking about that part. Yeah, it's weird. What I've seen. He's not talking about that part. And I truly do believe that he is that is he was bothered because people have said this when one, when he didn't play in the playoff game and two, when uh, Ron Rivera said that when he was asked if Kyle Allen had played, if they would have won the same games. And he said, yes. <laughs> and I, both of those things were the correct thing to do. Or yeah, say. I agree. I, agree. I, I have, yeah, I do think they would have won seven games also with Kyle Allen <laughs> and playing Alex in the playoff game would have been a mistake. Yeah. Not only because I, I don't think he would have played well but because that that was the best defensive line they faced since the Rams.
1: It would've been a, I feel like it would've been an RG3 moment on national television. Right
0: right exa- exactly a guy hobbling around yes. he doesn't he doesn't look right. Yes. Can barely throw the ball. Right. Oh my goodness. No no and then and then the fact that Heineke came in and and you had a chance to win that game further proves that it was the right decision so i just don't understand why we're talking about the part where it was like oh they didn't want me they're patronizing yeah dude because you cost 20 million dollars and and you were like you were we thought you were broken you were not supposed to play football again so i'm just ready to move on from that so i'm done with that but like good luck, Alex, with your family and everything and all that. Have a great rest of your life for sure. But like, he was on this team for three years. He's and I just don't want to talk about Alex Smith anymore. Yeah, yeah. I'm not even gonna get <laughs> like into I respect it. him as a player for sure, but I just don't want to talk about Alex yeah.
1: anymore. I'm just glad that that um, that ship is sailed. So. Yeah,
0: me too. Me too. Deuces. Um, yep. Okay. Well, we'll we'll talk one time again before the draft. Uh, we That's when we can do our, our, our like, official mock draft, our official right. predictions on what we think will happen, mm-hmm. even if it's not what player, but, like, what, what they'll do, move up, stay, move right. back, and, yeah, and then we'll be talking right around, well, after the draft happened. So, yeah. As always, thank you for listening. This is Todd. This is Tate. Talk to you again soon.